Yes. Do you know what that means? What does it mean? Welcome to the Trash Bin Kids Podcast. We're your hosts, David Rivera and Jackie, a.k.a. the littlest stocking stuffer. That warped our minds and molded us into the upstanding new citizens we are today. We'll pick apart old favorites, current obsessions, and all the glorious trash in between. On this episode, if it wasn't obvious, we'll be discussing Christmas. Christmas, that's right. You know it, we love it. Do we? Happy birthday, Jesus. HBD. HBD, BJ. It's Christmas time in New York City, once again. It's a little bit different this year. Coronavirus has, uh, you know, ravaged the entire country. New York was ground zero, so things are going to be a little bit different this year. We were kind of, uh, things were looking up in the summer, but now we're shutting down again. Mayor Marinara has just shut down indoor dining. Marinara? May- Marinara. Marinara? Yeah. They... Who was Mayor Marinara? That's uh, Mayor Cuomo, our beloved mayor, <laughs> soon to be president. Oh, God. Nobody's um, going to make him he's... president. So what well, what the point I was getting at is it's going to be a little bit different for everybody this year. Would you like to speak on that at all? Like how, you know, this Christmas is going to be a little bit strange for you in particular? Well, in actuality, my uh, Christmas isn't going to look all that different. My mm. family against better judgment is still going to get together. But this will be the first time that any of us have seen each other really since the pandemic started. Right. And my family, we're not huge on Christmas tradition. My grandmother will literally cook a pernil if you got an A on your test or if it's Christmas. <laughs> so um, yeah. we're just sort of... Which makes me jealous, by the way. <laughs> I mean, it has if to you... be a special occasion for me to get pernil, you know? Well, now you're part of my family. So Ooh. once the pandemic is over... Uh... I'm going to get all the pernil. Yeah. <laughs> Can I get a special pernil? Can I get one, like just a personal one? I'm like, sure. congratulations, you beat coronavirus pernil. I'm sure if I ask my grandmother, like... You know what Damien wants for Christmas? Right. And I'll just say he just wants a bed like all to himself that he does not have to share fresh out the oven just for him. And I'm sure nice. she'll oblige you. I'd be so stoked if your grandma just like slid down my chimney and left me a bed like in my stocking. <laughs> I don't know about the sliding down the chimney part. I mean, she does have two knee replacements, so she might be springy she's, enough. And... She's more equipped than most of us. Yeah. But... I can I can assure you that she'd be happy to uh, get the bed meal to you. How it's transported, uh, I can't make any promises. Okay. Okay. So yeah, it's not really gonna look that different. I'm still gonna see my family on Christmas Eve, and then I'll be with you for Christmas, Christmas Day. Day yeah. But your Christmas is definitely gonna look different. Well, it's a little bit different than most years. Um, usually, I don't have a big family. I have a pretty small family. And, um, you know, usually my aunt, my uncle, my cousins come over. And that's kind of the extent of... Oh, well, and your parents, like, you know, in recent years, your parents have come over. And um, your extended family, because uh, your girlfriend's family... Sorry, my, my I'm other, your girlfriend. My other girlfriend. <laughs> my, um, white, his... my white girlfriend. <laughs> his sister also invites her family. So for me, when I come over to your house for Christmas, it's a bigger deal, definitely. 
and you guys also you, like you go ham sandwich when it comes to like dinner and desserts and obviously like your decorations are on point yeah my house becomes a winter wonderland like, <laughs> right after um thanksgiving yeah so it'll be kind of sad to not walk upstairs and like have the whole crew there just like stuffed into your house yeah it's a little different you know we're doing what we have to do to like keep everything safe yeah you know like i i had i got sick my mom got sick we were both like really bad you know we don't really we're trying to like limit as much uh as we can to keep being healthy you know yeah and that's my Mm -hmm. bigger christmas desire is that we can all stay safe because uh the months of march and april were pretty tough on everybody especially like you and your mom so try to be as safe as possible yeah safe safe uh, the whole podcast is me just like not knowing how to say words well it's like you know like the wu-tang clan you like make up your own slang so like safe is like now new york slang for stay safe (laughs) just mushing words together so we talked about how my family doesn't have a lot of christmas traditions does your family have any christmas traditions not since i've been an adult i know when we were a kid we used to um every year for a long time probably like I want to say six or seven years. Madison Square Garden Theater, they'd put on a production of A Christmas Carol. Oh, I think you've told me about this. Yeah. Is it... um like the full play or is it just some one person reading the story it's a full production so it's actually it's a play we would do that every year and that was kind of our thing and the, the production value of it was so good that like i didn't even mind if i saw it like seven years in a row eight years in a row it was really good it was actually one of the few stage plays or musicals whatever you want to call it that i've seen in person that has like genuinely creeped me out because there's some gen there were some genuinely kind of like scary moments in it um like when jacob marley I'm sorry, not Jacob. When Ebenezer Scrooge comes home and, uh, like, you know, he sees Jacob Marley for the first time, like, the way they portray the ghosts and stuff like that, it was was very, like, kind of intense for a kid. But I was into it. I liked it a lot. The Christmas Carol is essentially a ghost story and there's lots of creepy parts in it um i remember when i was little i had a vhs tape of mickey's christmas carol i think it was called or a christmas carol uh scrooge mcduck or donald duck played ebenezer is that where scrooge mcduck start is that his first appearance i i don't think so i want to say no but it's possible we can look it up editing jackie here (laughs) looks like scrooge mcduck was originally created by carl barks as an antagonist for donald he first appeared in 1947 in the four-color story Christmas on Bear Mountain. The more you know. I remember even as a child watching that animation, and you 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 recognize all the characters as being Disney characters, but mm. it's still creepy when you watch Goofy come out, you know, as Jacob Marley with the chains, and it's still yeah. creepy. I think Pete is it. I think Pete the big, plays yeah. um, the Ghost of Christmas uh, Future. That's what they call him, right? The Ghost of Christmas Future. Like, oh, the one basically, who was the Grim Reaper oh, showing yeah, him his uh, death. Christmas yet to come. Yeah, I believe yeah. that. Um, that's funny. That's Pete. So, Pete's always kind of like a dastardly kind of yeah. character, anyway. That, that's interesting because generally. Well, I guess it makes sense for his personality, but I know Pete is generally. Um, I'm sorry. Ghost of Christmas Present is usually uh, depicted as being like a re- like a big per- like a big heavy set guy. Yeah. So I'm so I don't know who I don't know if you remember. Oh, who, that's gonna drive me crazy now. Hold like, on. <laughs> what character that was? But um, I feel like Pete would have been a, a good like physical type for that. 
remembering this now because you brought up the Christmas Carol. Um, I don't recall like who plays who. I know Mickey, Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse. They're like the Cratchits. It's like, but yeah, yeah. So like, and even Tiny Tim is just like another like little Mickey Mouse baby. Yeah. Oh, I think the um, Ghost of Christmas Present is just like a random character that was just for that movie. So Jiminy Cricket is actually the Ghost of Christmas Past, which is funny. The Ghost of Christmas Christmas Present is a character called Willie the Giant, who I've never heard of. Oh, it might have been from a character that they used in Mickey and the Beanstalk, maybe? Yeah, that's actually where he comes from, yeah. Ah, yeah, no things. <laughs> okay, finally. That's funny, I've never seen that character before. Yeah, it's very, it's very, uh, if you've kept up with the different um, Mickey Mouse animations, then you'd recognize him, but if not, you wouldn't. Yeah, I'm not like super hardcore type that's a that's a true uh deep dive <laughs> i mean i didn't remember his name <laughs> so christmas carol was a big part of your traditions did you also do watch um a reading of it right yeah You've done that before yeah uh, my family and i canceled this year but uh we go up to sleepy hollow and they do uh it's this actor that does kind of like a one-man play version of christmas carol you know he dresses up it's done in an old uh dutch church so the ambiance is on point all time (laughs) i have not been able to do that i think last year when your family went we went to the trent plunk rock flea market for christmas (laughs) which is hey it's still uh i i don't say worth it because it's like the reading is also pretty cool to me personally but it's a, it was a good trade-off i feel yeah that's a pretty cool tradition i mean my family doesn't do that like going to shows that's awesome yeah have you done like the rockefeller christmas show too i only want to it, see it the, the rockets the like rockets. to see that show yeah like the whole big and like santa comes out at the end apparently santa and jesus i think come and out. jesus if I remember correctly, I remember I only went once. I'm surprised that a show like that would like touch on the more religious aspects of it. You got the BJ, you got the baby Jesus. <laughs> I know I only went once. Uh, my grandmother took me. You were young, so you don't. Know I was that. little, and I remember it ending with like rockets, whatever, and then Santa Claus may have come out at some point, but then the actual ending of the entire thing was a retelling of the first nativity. Oh, okay, yeah. So I guess it was like, then it makes sense from that. And they aspect. do like they have like they have like this cutout like silhouette type deal, and then uh, you know there's like a narrator. Forget what it is, but a thing that you hear all the time where it's like you know he never held any office, he never, and it was basically like the story of Jesus being born. Mm. So that was really I don't remember Santa Claus, but I do remember Baby Jesus. The star of the show is Baby Jesus. He clo- <laughs> As he always he closed is. out the show like the champion he is. Did you hear that on the 21st of December, we are going to have our first star of Bethlehem? Not the first one, but it only happens every 800 years that I believe um, two planets align, Mm. which then gives the appearance of that like famed star of Bethlehem from the nativity story. And it's actually happening on December 21st of this year. I never heard about that. Well, I didn't hear about that. We should watch or try to watch. I don't know. We... We're on the northern hemisphere, so we should be able to see it. So it's two planets it's that two, are going to line up, or two stars? It's two planets, I believe. Because, you know, like a lot of the times when you look up in the sky, yeah. we can see, I believe it's Mars, Mars I think pretty it's... clearly all the time, but we just yeah. confuse it for a star. Yeah. What happens is, is that Jupiter and Saturn are going to align on the 21st, mm-hmm. and it's going to give that visual in the sky of that, like, uh, Bethlehem star, which has, like, ugh, thousand points yeah um, stars on yeah yeah i hate that we've had this discussion but like 
for my Christmas tree. I just like a simple five-pointed star glowing bright, lighting up at the top. Mm. But all they sell at stores is the Bethlehem stars with a thousand points, and I hate them. Yeah, not a fan of those. <laughs> but I wouldn't mind seeing it up in the sky. I mean, it happens every 800 years, so we might as well. Is it really that every? Yeah, every 800 years. Because, you know, so these every, planets are farther out. Years. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. So, I didn't hear about that. you know, in 2012, the planets aligned for the first time in forever. Forever, yeah. So, I think that we should definitely, like, take a peek, see, then all oh. the listeners. If they're listening, can remember to take a peek. Does that matter, like, where you are in the world? I think the northern hemisphere sees it a lot easier than the southern. That makes sense. You know what else I read has happened on the 21st? What else? And this is a fact. Oh, is it? Yeah. 100% I have no idea where this came from, Mm -hmm. but I'm seeing everybody posting that, like, black people are going to get superpowers on the 21st. Have you read about this? (laughs) No, I have not. I don't know. I have, again, I have no idea where this came from or, like, what the history is. Okay. But everybody's saying that, like, black people's X gene is going to kick in on the 21st. And after that, it's like, everybody's going to have powers. So is it like just, wait. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's the thing. It's like, this is like a mysterious rumor. Like, I have no. Do you Everybody's do you fucked. Have... Everybody, I don't know. I, have, I don't. Do I have what? I like, just, evidence? All right, all right, all right. Hold on. I just kind of quickly Googled I have no something. evidence. I never have I evidence. I quickly Googled something. Calm down. I don't have evidence for and... anything I say ever. And yet, always 100% facts. Um, I quickly Googled black people powers on December 21st. It's true. I'm not making it up. And there's a Mary Sue article that the title says, Why Black Twitter is Ready for Superpowered December 21st. Yeah, I don't know. But again, maybe it's not meant for me to know. This article was written by Brianna Lawrence on December 7th of 2020. If you search December 21st on Twitter, you'll be greeted with memes and vague tweets about something. Honestly, I probably shouldn't be writing about this. I shouldn't be detailing what's going down on the winter solstice. And just let our oppressors be surprised when some of us start water bending because, yeah, we don't hate the water. We create the stereotype to hide our truth. <laughs> So this is like a so it's like a hive mind situation. Like they initially, I thought it was just Black Twitter latching onto something that happened in a TV show or movie or book. After all, the new My Hero Academia chapter had been trending, and Attack on Titan just started its last season. Blah 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 blah. blah. She's just like speculating. Well, someone responded with a conspiracy theory that COVID was manufactured for the purpose of tampering with us. That's me just summarizing because the damning response thread has been deleted. But we all know screen caps are forever. And while I don't have the entire thread, I do have the one that led to the December twenty first revolution. Says the tweet is just a screenshot, and it says, "As black people, genetically, we are stronger and smarter than everyone else. We are more creative. On December twenty first, our real DNA will be unblocked, and majority." We'll be able to do things that we thought were fiction. Learn who you are as people. They want to make us average. I mean, if that's true, everybody's fucked. But black people are going to be removing these statues and damn selves. It's just going to take one black person to remove all these racist statues. <laughs> like, Well, I'd be fine if they, you know, did that, honestly. So and it, I hope that whatever point, what percent in me awakens my ex gene. I have some um, black people in my family. True. Us Hispanics are mixed just as much. So hopefully yeah. it hasn't been diluted by all that Spain juices. The Spain juices. All the Spain juices. That uh, tweet or that article, whatever, at best, black people get superpowers. Mm-hmm. So, yes, that's cool. Mm-hmm. But also, like, at worst, it also sounds like almost just like all black people are in on, like, the uh, promotion for this next My Hero movie. You know what I mean? Like, it's just Why like. Why is mass... that at worst? My Hero is amazing. Right, exactly. So, it's like either scenario is, like, cool. <laughs> okay, let's. 
Well, that's really a bag because well, you thought I was making that up. See, that's I don't. No, that's and for, I'm, that's and for I'm every. That's, for, like, that's for every viewer or listener, or whatever that thinks that I just make things up with like no backing. There's always a correct basis to what I'm saying. Mm, I I, I feel know. it in my heart, and it's just the truth. <laughs> that doesn't make it a fact, though. It's a fact. It's okay. Well, let's let's get back to the topic at hand. I know I kind of went off topic with like the whole Bethlehem Star thing, but that really made me excited because we we're talking about Christmas, and mm-hmm. it's close to Christmas. That also means we're we're that much closer to having like a real Black Santa Claus. What? Like, because if they if if black people are gonna be able to like fly around Earth, whatever, that'd make Christmas so much more dope. Like, you'll have these people actually being mall. Like, you'll have people with these powers being mall Santas. Like, you've never seen a black or brown mall Santa, yes, right? I it's always have, like, Damien. It's always, I've never seen. It. Okay, you go to a lot of the malls, like it's usually white guys. I mean, yeah, but that's just because. So now you're gonna have like the mall Santa scene is gonna be fucking lit because you're actually gonna have Santa flying around, you know, slam dunking presents into chimneys, like. <laughs> I fucked with it. I was at first when you said the whole black Santa thing. I did not know where you were going with that. Honestly, uh, it just has a more realistic basis for there to be a black Santa, and I'm with it. Okay. Well, technically, Santa Claus is um what German, right? Somewhat, something like that. Yeah. So technically, he would have been white or Swedish. Um, this is 2020, baby. I know. I mean, now we shouldn't worry about those kind of things. Like, everybody should have representation, not like Santa Claus is actually real. Mm-hmm. He's real in your Ooh. heart. And on the 21st, he'll be real. He'll be real and he'll be black. <laughs> That's Damien's hope. That's his Christmas wish. Yeah. We were talking I want about a Santa Claus that just right? dresses like Spawn, like Al Simmons from Spawn. <laughs> That'd be tight. I'm sorry, what were you saying? I'm saying we were talking about. Christmas traditions. We were talking about Christmas Carol, and then we mentioned the Rockettes show and the nativity scene, and that's what got me into the whole discussion about like oh, yeah, the Bethlehem yeah. Star. Are there any other things that you guys typically like always have to do on Christmas? Like maybe not on Christmas itself, but are there any like movies that you must watch or any mm. um you know making cookies? Some people like have to build a gingerbread house. Yeah, I've um, never done that. No, I don't. I don't know. I feel like I, we'd probably like lose our patience. Well, they sell <laughs> they sell like gingerbread making kits now, which yeah. I feel like I'd be able to do because it gives you everything. It gives you the um the cream that you use as like the glue and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I would do that, but I don't know if I'd be able to just like do it from scratch. From scratch, yeah. like um those uh those extreme baking shows where they just make everything out of gingerbread house. Yeah, that sounds that's kind horrible. of intense. Yeah. yeah, but no, 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 like traditions like that in terms of movies. You know, there's only like a handful of Christmas movies that I'm like super into. Oh um, yeah. Of course, the American uh, classic, the miles, the keystone of Christmas cinema is uh, Jingle All the Way. Oh dear, everybody, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Everybody knows this. And uh, hardworking American man. <laughs> You know, he works so hard he forgets his family. And then the mailman was played by Sinbad. Sinbad. Which I think something happened to him recently. Sinbad. I don't know. I think he had like a stroke or something. Uh, I haven't heard. Get well soon, Sinbad. Oh, uh, yeah, it's Damien's famous movie. Famous. Oh, God. That's it's Damien's my most, it's the most, movie. it's the most famous movie I've ever been in. <laughs> He's actually... I was actually the child actor. I played Arnold Schwarzenegger's son. You, you couldn't look more opposite to that child. That child didn't even look like Arnold Schwarzenegger's son. I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger doesn't look like anybody. 
Well, Arnold Schwarzenegger is his own. He's his own species. He's his own like you know. The thing about Arnold Schwarzenegger in movies is that they always place him in films, and they never address the fact that he is clearly not American. Yeah, in uh, and but then he's like he's not American, but he's playing this like cookie cutter all American role. Yeah, just like he does in um like what was that movie True Lies or something like that. Like oh, yeah. he's just like this American spy guy who's like spy has guy. the uh you know the white picket fence like all american family and he's like get in the chopper have you done your homework today and it's just like um clearly we're not gonna address the elephant in the room yeah (laughs) because even in in like uh total recall you know it's like you have a lady with three titties you have robots you have like that little guy that lives in people's chests and by far arnold schwarzenegger is like the most alien out of like everything in that movie (laughs) well it doesn't bother me as much in total recall because I would assume that if we're at the point in our lives where we're doing space travel, like in the future, then everybody's just like a cultural like cluster, you know, you Mm -hmm. have to assume that, all right, well, if we're interacting with people on Mars, then him having a weird accent is not that strange, but him having like a weird accent and living in like a cul-de-sac. Even in that world, Arnold Schwarzenegger, (laughs) he's the only one that comes from his planet. (laughs) Like this, he's the lone survivor (laughs) of whatever planet he came from. Okay. All right, so Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, stars in Jingle All the Way, Damien's favorite movie. Mm-hmm. Why is yeah. that your favorite favorite Christmas movie? It's just, it's so unlike any other Christmas movie. I don't like, in a lot of Christmas movies, the sense of, like, false joy or false happiness that, like, Christmas movies... I don't like movies that purposely try to, like, tug on your heartstrings and, like, make you feel things. Yeah, that's not just for Christmas movies. Damien feels that way for all movies. He like, says that I like to watch a lot of depressing shit and does not Jackie loves being with de- him. Jackie loves being depressed. I don't love being depressed. I just... She loves... There's a certain catharsis to watching people go through, like, real emotions and trials and tribulations. I don't think that it's because I like being depressed. It's just nice to know that other know. people go through the similar things. Not everything has to be a fantasy. Even though, like, fantasy is my favorite genre of film. Uh-huh. When I read your profile, when we were, like, online, whatever, it said that you enjoy, uh, on you know, a lazy Sunday, you go to Memorial Sloan Kettering Hospital, just, like, wander the hallways. <laughs> oh, my God. And that's why, and that's, like, what you do, because you love being depressed, you love horrible things. And you chose me, you <laughs> swiped right, so what does that say about you? I just want to fix you, baby. I can make you whole. <laughs> but, okay. yeah, Jingle All the Way, best Christmas movie objectively mm-hmm. let's talk about me a little bit more also yeah, nightmare fun. before christmas is also a banger that's like a banger to everybody i feel yeah. like nightmare before christmas is one of the rare films that brings like every type of movie goer together because it brings everybody together like for instance when your sister said that she like liked night before christmas mm-hmm. i was like that's weird because My she sister. yeah she might listen to this that's fine so keep it in i'm check. not saying anything bad Be i'm respectful. just saying like she she likes different types of movies than us like we are really into horror we're really into like weird things mm-hmm. and i feel like tim burton films fall into that wheelhouse a bit mm-hmm. and for her to be into something that has a more dark tone at least at the beginning has like creepy vibes yeah. it was surprising that she's like she's into it and she yeah. considers it a solely christmas film yeah it's a quintessential which is a, da- a debate amongst a lot of people it is a quintessential dark yeah so it is it is a a, a movie that uh, what is it what's that phrase breaching like the divide or something like that um i've never heard of that but yeah i made it up it um it uh 
brings people that are typically divided on their style of Christmas films together. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but she she seems I, and like there are a lot of people who just want to watch all of the happy yeah. Christmas movies. Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Yeah, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street or people who are obsessed with those like Hallmark films that are a dime a dozen where it's just like mm, people yeah. constantly falling in love during Christmas and with these ridiculous Hallmark films scenarios. are weird. Hallmark films are weird because you'll get like the Hallmark film where it's like, yeah, it's Christmas or like whatever the holiday is or it'll be like, you know, oh my god, this woman that like overcame but then it'll just be like really dark Hallmark films. Mm-hmm. Like they'll be like, oh, it's about a woman who like she realized the power of love through her rose garden and like she realized whatever. <laughs> but then it'll just be like, oh, a lady's like assaulted and beaten with a tire iron and she escapes. Is that Lifetime? Yeah. Yeah. They have those movies where it's like. Huh. Well, they've only women are either Christmas movies women are either in Christmas. <laughs> women are either in Christmas movies or they're like finding the power of love or they're being like hor- horrendously assaulted. I mean, that's all we're good for. That's the the trifecta. <laughs> trifecta. Um, but yeah, like so you like Nightmare Before Christmas. Nightmare Before Christmas. But like I was saying before, like you're a little bit more like well rounded when it comes to like your Christmas viewing. Yeah, I don't. I don't like any of those like Hallmarky type films mm-hmm. or um, that like you know they're they're forcing two people together during the Christmas during the holidays. Or I don't like things that are super depressive. Like oh, you know, Timmy has brain cancer but we're praying to the angels on christmas for a cure like i'm not into that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. um i do like a lot of the older films like every year i try to watch um white christmas um starring you know uh, bing crosby i just it's just a staple for me i love old films in general so that like really like gets me yeah um i love the music i love the dance numbers so it's like everything about that movie is a yes for me um i love um some of the more silly movies i like jingle on the way um i even like like those vince vaughn christmas oh, yeah. movies that came for out Christmases. rather recently for christmases yeah. um i like that one too that's my yeah fred claus i enjoy so i like a lot of the newer stuff but i do tend to when I think of like what's my quintessential um, Christmas movies, I go back to Miracle on 34th Street. I go back to White Christmas. But I think my Christmas like top top essentials are the Rankin and Black Rankin and Bass claymation films. Mm-hmm. Those were always my like one Christmas tradition. Mm-hmm. They don't do it as much anymore, and when they do play them on TV, they play basically like Santa Claus is coming to town, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. And maybe like Jack Frost. Yeah. And that's it. But when I was young, they played nothing but Rankin and Bass films. And they had a little bit of everything. Like sometimes they got really weird. Yeah. And, you know, and then they had like the more traditional stuff, like the movies I just mentioned. One of my favorite uh, Rankin and Bass Christmas films is the, um, I believe it's called The Life and Adventures or just The Adventures of Santa Claus. Oh, yeah, you told me about that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a strange one. They recently did an animated version of it, like for Cartoon Network, and I didn't really like oh, that really? one. Was that recent? It was like maybe in the last ten years, last five uh, to ten years. Okay. Um, but they had the claymation, which was my favorite, and basically, it's my favorite because I'm like a fantasy hoe. But it was like basically. <laughs> Is it like it's like fan- it's a fantasy? It's a fantasy because it starts off with like the introduction of all like the gods of the forest. 
Tuts and Tones. Yeah, I know, movie. right? And they're just is all... the so this is a Christmas movie. Is the God is is God capital G? No, it's like they're like okay, God, not gods of the forest, but like spirits. Right. So you have like the wind spirit and the the fire spirit, and they're all like convert like converging in this one place. They're meeting. To discuss whether or not they want to bestow like immortality to Santa Claus because he's getting old and he's dying because Santa Claus is a human, a human baby who's found by like mm. forest elves basically. Yeah. And they decide that they want to raise him as their own and they teach him to be good. And he decides that he wants to like make the children of the world happy. So he wants to make them gifts. And he's just like a human being who happens to have like elf friends from the forest. Right. And now he's getting old and they're deciding, like, we're, we're going to talk about, like, his life. And they're basically telling a story. Mm. And they want to all, like, agree on whether or not they should give him immortality so that he can continue to do good deeds and, like, make the kids of the world happy. And I, I really liked it because it was so weird and strange. Yeah, that sounds like a very intense kids movie. Yeah, it starts with, like, ominous music as, like, each... Uh, yeah. Go, like spirit is walking down to the me. They're like, ooh, is that the one? Yeah. like that kind of shit. Yeah, it's fun. You should watch it. It's on YouTube. I watched it last well, year because I really okay. wanted to see yeah. it. <laughs> is it is that the one? Did you tell me it's like he's like young in it? Is it that one? Uh, yeah. So Santa he, Claus is like buff, and he's just like no. That Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. He's like he's, a, yeah. He's young throughout the whole thing. Is he sexy? And then he's like a sexy. I mean, one. he's a claymation character. Because Santa Claus, I feel. <laughs> Like, he has the big coat, but I think that he would be, like, a bear. Like, I think he was, like, a bearish. Like, he's barrel-chested. He's buff. I mean, in he's Santa definitely... Claus is coming to town, he's, like, young, and he has, like, a bi- big, burly voice. He's actually voiced by Mickey Rooney, um, oh, who's, like, the exact opposite of, like, big, yeah. burly man. He's yeah. a young, short yeah. guy. He has, like, that big voice, and he's, like, a ginger, and he meets Mrs. Claus, and she has the hots for him, so mm-hmm. I'm guessing that he is, a uh, he's sexy. Yeah, because he's beefy. <laughs> Because he's like, you know, I, yeah, I, I picture that like he'd be like beefy in his young age. Like he'd be like, you know, like a wrestler from the 70s. Like the, the perfect, <laughs> well, he has to he be has like, strong to yeah. like carry all the toys. Like he has like the perfect combination of like fat and muscle. Like he looked like Harley Race. You know who Harley Race is? <laughs> I do not know who Harley Race is. He's that like I'm old sure school wrestler. Harley. Yeah, I'll Google it for you. Thank you. Anytime. But yeah, so I, I... <laughs> okay, yeah. I right? see what you're talking yeah, about. Harley Race totally would be Santa Claus. <laughs> My must-see movies during the holidays are those claymation films. They had yeah. um religious ones too, like they had like the little drummer boy. Um, they had one oh, about yeah, the yeah. donkey that like helped yeah. carry Mary while she was pregnant with Jesus to the main the manger, right? That's what they call it. The name, manger? the main, yeah, manger. Wait, who was with her? A donkey. Like they wrote on the back of a. Oh, donkey. and the star of the cartoon is a, is the donkey. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Like, it was, I think he's kind of like Nestor. But, um, yeah, there's, like, this whole thing, like, he was a donkey with really long ears, and everybody made fun of him in the barn or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. And then, finally, like, he was able to have a purpose by, like, helping Mary, like, walk through the desert, and, like, he wrapped his ears around her to, like, basically, like, keep her safe. Yeah, that's cool. It was, yeah. <laughs> I've never heard of, I've never heard of any of these. Well, so, these are ones that are not as... Pot, these are ones that are not like traditionally like as out there now, yeah this time of year they, they don't show them anymore they only show like santa claus is coming to town read off the red nose reindeer because it's more commercial yeah. ones but they had so many back in the day and i would watch all of them and i think now they probably sell it in some kind of like 99 cents or like five dollar dvd bundle pack where they that. have them yeah 
Um, I never got to own them when I was younger or now. Um, I don't even know if they like sell it that way, but there's so many and they don't even show half of them. But that's like my favorite thing to do in Christmas is to watch those. You don't see too much claymation stuff nowadays. It's it's a lot of work, you know. Yeah. It takes a lot of work. They don't even do... There's only, like, two companies producing anything claymation, and that's, like, Leica. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Did, like, you know, Coraline, um, the Kubo and the Two Strings, and um, no, Paranorman. Mm, but yeah, yeah. They, they don't... I, and then the other company was Disney, and they don't even want to do that anymore, so... R.I.P. Disney. Yeah. It's such a shame that we lost them. They're not around anymore. <laughs> We don't have any other traditions like my family's fake tree people we don't get a real tree every yeah, year that doesn't that doesn't fly in the rivera household partner well i don't live in the rivera household we get a real yet tree. so we get a real tree we and we do we do put a tree up and i like to decorate that's my favorite part of like christmas really is yeah. i like to you know decorate uh the small space that we have in our apartment um as nicely as i can i just i do like to i generally like to like buy gifts for people and wrap them um but that can be challenging when people make it difficult <laughs> yeah. do you like to buy gifts and wrap them i like wrapping gifts That's your... <laughs> okay i like and i like if the person is somebody who i generally like vibe with and they don't make my life a living hell just like for the gift buying process if they're I like being able to like get something special, whether it's something that mm. I've made or have made, or, or um, I just know that like, oh, they'll like this. Yeah. You know, like it's fun to buy for them. Have you ever given somebody a shitty gift on purpose because you didn't like them? I mean, not shitty, but it's like, oh, I clearly bought you this uh, Bath and Body Works mm. lotion and yeah. gel set because I don't know you very well. <laughs> Yeah. So I didn't put much thought into so it. It hasn't been like flat out malice. If I if I'm not gonna if I'm gonna buy you a gift out of malice, I might as well just save my fucking money and not buy you a gift. Yeah, but if there's something you don't like, you can always like mail them bed bugs. Like wrap it in like a you know, <laughs> of like a box and stuff. Why is it extreme with you? Bed bugs, Damien. Where would I get bed bugs from? You have to acquire them. There's bed bug breeders. You can look them up. Well, that that's a lot more effort than it yeah, is than to just yeah. buy somebody a soap and then have them worried, Oh, does this person think I stink? Does this soap have bed bugs? Have you ever gotten a bad gift, Damien? Bad gift? Yeah, like have has there been mm. like a, a, a gift where you were just like, why would this person ever buy? Uh, not a bad not gift. Not bed bugs. I'm not gonna say what relative it is, but I do have a relative. I'll tell you after. I have a relative that like they kind of just like to give random knickknacks, mm-hmm. and it's like I don't want like I don't want your snow globe from like when you went to Florida, and it's like a snow globe that says Florida. It's like I don't need this in my life. I don't want it. <laughs> Okay. Oh. Like... Was there a Christmas where you got a gift maybe from your family or in your youth that like you'll always remember it? Like Yeah, my first uh you know, Super Nintendo, which was like my first gift that I or the first video game system I ever had. So you'll always remember that. That'll be like yeah. There's a picture of me. There's a picture of me on Christmas or on Christmas morning with the the box. Oh, I have to see that. And I remember at at the time we should we should um post it on Instagram. Yeah. Once the Christmas episode is up. Yeah, the Super Nintendo was the first system I ever got, and the first game I ever played was Super Mario Brothers Two. It was either Super Mario Brothers or Super Mario World. Did you like as soon as you opened it? I'm assuming Christmas morning. Are you a Christmas morning person? Because some people do Christmas Eve. Christmas morning. We don't. Christmas morning. Okay. Um. The way Jesus intended it. I'm sure Jesus intended for us to wrap gifts and put them under trees and then, you know. He said it. Okay, I'm sure he did. My family varies. Um, My dad's had, like, weird schedules in the past where he just, like, hasn't sometimes been home for Christmas. So we've done, mm-hmm. like, the Christmas Eve, like, midnight. Yeah. I don't like doing that because then if I get something cool, I can't, like, it's bedtime now. Like, I can't just, 
I play with it. Oh, so you didn't like Christmas? I like, didn't. That you did not like I'm Christmas. not a big fan. Oh, I'm surprised. Because usually people, whatever they grow up with is kind of just like what they prefer. Well, we went back and forth. There was mm. Christmas Eve times where, where my dad had like the shitty schedules where he wasn't home. Right. And then there we've done like the traditional like morning of. Like last year we did morning of. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's a little harder with my family. I think they like Christmas, but they're not into like the whole like, yay, it's Christmas morning. Let's all get together. Like, yeah, it's, not, it's like pulling teeth. Yeah, that's not my family. It's, it's like pulling teeth. Like last year I bought us all matching uh, pajamas so, yeah, and it was like, it was, you guys it was good, rough. You're a good looking family. It was rough though. Like that picture makes us look good, but it's just like, it's, it's it doesn't. It's not authentic. It's everybody very forced. Just, just I remember one amazing. year I was like, hey guys, let's do stocking stuffers. And it was as if I asked oh, them yeah. to like put like their poop in a bag. I remember you telling me it like went down in flames. It, it went down in flames because like stocking stuffers. I, mean, I don't know if people out here listening do stocking stuffers. But when I think of stocking stuffers, I think of like candy, obviously. And like little like trinkets and doodads when i think of stocking stuffers what did you i think of just toys silliness right. or like oh here's a new toothbrush for you and here's some lottery tickets to scratch off and you know here's a fun little puzzle right but my oh, parents it was like as if i did that like i put candy in there i put like little trinkets socks blah 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 like bath bombs that's what i think of when i think of you know especially like for adult or adult people mm-hmm. My dad was so lazy, and my mom didn't care. They just put an envelope with money in my stocking stuffer, which I guess is nice for some people, because, like, okay, you got your money back, but there was, like, no thought or care put into it. And so stocking stuffers are no longer a thing in my house. Nobody's stockings get stuffed. Fuck y'all. Now everybody has stockings that with their little letter on it for their name. But nothing fits in there, so fuck you. Yeah, you're all about the thoughtful. Like, you're all about the, um, like, genuine. Kind of. I mean, I try, but, like, just, like, I'm getting over that. Like, I'm sooner or later, I'm just going to become a fucking Scrooge. Mm-hmm. Like, my family is just making me, like, want to just, like, become Ebenezer Scrooge and, like, pinch every penny and not buy anybody's shit. Nobody's getting no gooses. Mm-hmm. Nothing. <laughs> fuck you. I mean, that would be pretty tight if you just, like, bought a goose. Nobody's getting a goose, though. I'm the opposite of the end of the movie, The Christmas Carol. I'm... You just start stealing people's gooses. Yeah. Ain't nobody going to have For a goose. Me, honestly like i was excited to like do this episode because i was hoping that it would like get me into the christmas spirit a little bit more um and i don't know if it's the pandemic or anything but i'm not into christmas this is the discovery <clears throat> of the day i think but i'm kind of like not just this year in particular i, think, I know you're big into christmas you've described yourself as a christmas elf i don't know i think like it's been a slow or is it just the circumstances around this particular year in getting people gifts gift procurement has been has taken think, the fun I think just like you're there's no right magic. Now. There's just like no magic for me. Mm-hmm. Um for Christmas right now. Yeah. We might delete this later. That's funny because this is kind of the year where I'm like the most into Christmas. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I've been listening to Christmas music in the car. Oh, which I, like I usually never do the- because it's a combination of things. Like the first like twenty five, twenty six years of my life. <laughs> Okay. I'm just, I was just like super, I would really love Christmas as a kid. And there was a period where I like from a teenager all the way to like maybe 25 where I was like just a shitty fat emo kid, you know, you know. The world is full of despair and you're celebrating Christmas. 
So I was kind of like not into it. I was like a real douche about it. I was like, it's manufactured happiness. It's not real. Why are you celebrating? And now you change with Change, well, man. I just from I just have realized this year that it's kind of like like life is pretty shitty. So like if there's like an excuse to like be happy or you're able to be happy, then like why not? That's, so that's kind of like my thing. So this year I'm listening to Christmas music in my car, which I've never done before. I had I, I also worked retail for a very long time, so it's like oh retail takes that shit out of you quick. Yeah, it makes you want to put a fucking bullet in yeah, you. Yeah, I, I did feel like retail I'm, too. Yeah. And I, oh god, if I have to listen the to Mariah first, Carey's Christmas song, yeah, all I want for Christmas. I just want to stop the first three weeks after Thanksgiving. Uh, all retail workers feel like they're in like a North Korean brainwashing camp. I'm so happy that while I'm slowly falling into the pit of despair and becoming Ebenezer Scrooge, you're out here like living your best Christmas life. But then, yeah, I, well, I tried to change. I was, my mom loves Christmas music and she's the one person I do feel bad about because she was really into Christmas and I was always like this little like, you know, depressed, morose little fuckhead. <laughs> so like she would try to make me like be in, and she'd be like, oh, come on, Damien, it's like, really nice though. Like she would always try to like talk me off the, the ledge of insanity. <laughs> and I was always just like, meh. No, mom, you don't get it. I have nothing in this life. Why would I celebrate Christmas of all days? <laughs> so did you say it like that? Yeah, I had like a little Edgar Allan Poe. I spoke like I was Edgar Allan Poe for the first twenty-five years of my life. It's a neurological disorder, <laughs> and by you uh, making fun of it, that's I, I'm hurt, bro. And then the other day, I was like, "Hey, mom." I was thinking I was going to, like, shatter her world and be like, well, listen to some Christmas music in the car. Like, mm-hmm. I could just put it on. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, I don't really give a shit what you do. I was like, oh, <gasps> I missed the boat. She said it just like that? She said, Damien, I hate Christmas. I hate you. <laughs> Fuck you. You piece of shit. Your mom would never say By the way, you. you're adopted. So I'm kind of... I mean, that's, like, now. the true spirit of Christmas, is it not? Like, not the buying presents and all that. It's like using that time of the year to be with your family and to like just take that one to two days of just like yeah life is hard everything is a struggle most of the days Mm -hmm. but today we will be like merry and try to be positive and celebrate you know yeah i mean that's kind of what i've come to realize you know what it is christmas music i can only take so much of still like i'm trying to work my way up to it like i don't need to listen to like justin bieber's christmas album or yeah that i can't i can't i just again like i think it's just like the person in me that loves like old christmas films like i just want to listen to like bing crosby sing white christmas to me yeah um the more traditional songs are my vibe for the most part with christmas yeah. even if it sounds like a little more sad or depressing but i guess that's my my brand that's your brand established you know what i would love i would love um i want to do a christmas i want to i want to hear a cover of feliz navidad mm-hmm. done by tom waits <laughs> oh my god and it's like just i want it to just be I also like that song, Feliz Navidad. Yeah, me too. Like, that's my jam. I will listen to it. But I want the cover to just be, like, the most just joyless, like, depressing cover ever. And it's just, the only instrumentation is just, like, Tom Waits throwing, like, steel toe boots against the door. Feliz Navidad. That's that's what I want. Feliz Navidad. You know another fucking song that scarred scarred me was uh, Dominic the Christmas Donkey? It's down the neck, the donkey. Yeah. I uh, went to Christmas yeah, donkey. I went to uh, my name. Na- I grew up in an Italian neighborhood, so it's like all the kids in my school were Italian. Yeah. So we'd have our Christmas party. Like that was the fucking banger. Like that's what they would use to like. Like once the shit was in full swing, Dominic the Christmas donkey comes on. The kids knew every fucking word. 
It was like, you know, it would come on, the kids would lose their fucking minds. It was like, whatever the opposite feeling you feel on 9-11 is like what kids, those kids in my class would feel when Dominic the Donkey would come on. Get up, their height, singing every fucking word. I felt like in that moment, I had like temporary autism. I was just like, I can't, I can't emotionally connect to anybody in this room. I don't understand what the deal with this song is. <laughs> I think for that type of song, like, yes, it's a cultural thing, but I think it's just an t- uh, opportunity for kids to go, yeah, yeah. It could be children. We'll la, 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 la. Children will find it. Just like for these now, now, he literally said like three different things. And it's just like the beat, like the. Yeah. And then it gets, and then when it gets, when it gets really into it, I want to wish you a Merry yeah. Christmas. Yeah. And it gets fast. And you're just like, yes, fuck me up. You want to like throw tables? Yeah, of course. <laughs> you know, my uh, grandmother knew uh, Jose Feliciano's uh, grandma. Oh, that's fun. It's <laughs> mad weird, right? Yeah. The world is, he is so to? small. He's probably he dead. Jose? No, he's still alive. He's, Jose Feliciano? I think he's dead. He's old, but he's not dead. He's blind. Yeah, but you can be... Did you know that? You could be blind. Did you know that he was blind? Yeah, everybody knows he's blind. I don't know. But you could be blind and alive. He's not I'm dead. I'm not saying that he's dead he's because dead he's because blind, he's, Damien. He's not dead because he's blind. Okay, so... Well, how would you want Jose Feliciano to die, though? Like, just... Of old age. Like a funny... And like, I hope that as he's dying... Like a funny cartoon blind, like like blind guy, like he's just filling his way with a stick and he like, falls down a manhole cover. I hope that as he's dying... He's still alive. He wishes everybody a prospero año y felicidad. And everybody's like, like but it's the middle of June! What do we do? <laughs> he couldn't hold on for six more months! But he's at least alive. he's wishing he's, he's at least he's, he's wishing 70. you well for Christmas in the he's future. Se- right, he's like save it. Save it for <laughs> He's seventy five. He's still alive. Oh my god. Okay. Well I was wrong again. You know he was on the um he was on Sesame Street? Yes, I know that. Sesame Street Christmas special? I know. I had that on VHS. And I was around the same time are you cutting off? No. It was around the same time where I was uh you know I don't want to brag, but in the first grade uh Nativity play was Joseph. Oh, were you? I was. Did you know that? No, but when you said that, all I thought of was the scene of Four Christmases when Vince Vaughn is playing Joseph and mm-hmm. he's like, I will swaddle this child yep. for she knows not what she does. Yeah. <laughs> Let's tear the roof off this bitch. Which, honestly, I feel like that would be you. Not, like, not as a kid. me, no, not as a kid, but right now, if for some reason we got roped into performing like a nativity story and I had to be married and you'd be Joseph, mm-hmm. we'd basically be the characters from Four Christmases where I'd be married, no freaking the fuck out because I would not oh, know that, what to say in front yeah, of all these people. You'd and you'd be like, we're going to take the roof off this bitch. And you'd just go. You'd just go and I'd be, I'd be just left in the dust because you'd be just, like taking it home. Yeah. Breaking it down for the children. I think that's pretty accurate. I'd love to. That's pretty much what we do in this podcast. I love to entertain. I'm basically like timid Reese Witherspoon as Mary, and you are Vince Vaughn as Joseph. It's okay. So I was Joseph. <laughs> yes. Yes, I was Joseph in the St. Joan of Arc nativity play. Mm-hmm. How's your school? That's my school. Mm-hmm. When I was in first grade, okay. I was like six years old. Yeah. They didn't put on auditions. They didn't, like, ask who wanted to be Joseph. I was just, like, in my classroom. Yeah, and they're like, Damien Rivera. I'm like, yeah, you're going to be Joseph. I saw something in you. And I said, I'm what? (laughs) I'm what? No, my name is Damien. (laughs) So I had to be Joseph, and my mom made me this costume, like the Joseph costume. She got a stick. Mm Mm-hmm. 
She got a stick from the from the forest. That's she intense, split it. but like your mom would do that. Yeah. Like she's she's really creative and hands on. She made so. me yeah, one time for, for another school play, she made me like a full on zebra costume. Oh shit, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I was uh you know, so they're like, You're gonna be Joseph, so I was like, Okay, like if you want, I guess. And they're like, okay, when you're gonna come down with like this girl who's like Mary, whatever. I was like, Okay, okay. And then they're like, When you walk down the aisle with her, hold her hand. And I was like I was like, they're like, I want you to, you have to hold her hand just to be like, you know, you're Jesus and, oh, you're, so you're like, you're Joseph and Mary. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't hold her hand. Mm-hmm. And they're like, why? And I was like, because if I hold her hand, people are going to think that we're married in real life. Oh, <laughs> cute. Like, Aww. fuck, you think I am some type of sucker? <laughs> you think I'm just going to hold the hand of any random hoe? I, I think that's so cute. Like, imagining little baby Damien thinking, like, oh, if we hold hands, that means we're married. You want me to, you're, gonna, you're trying to tie me down? You're trying to tie me down with this hoe? <laughs> I'm only four, five years old. Six years old. I have my whole life ahead of me. <laughs> And then I don't know. I definitely rocked Did it go that well? shit. It went well. I said all my lines. I only had I only had like three lines. Awesome. It was like, do you have any space in your uh, in my wife is gonna have a baby soon? And that's it. Wow, you remember those lines? But I I, I you know I rocked it. <laughs> I'm sure. And also I was in also I was in choir too when I was in middle school. Oh yes, you were a singer. I was a singer. I was in the choir. You know, for the Christmas mass, I had to play the donkey. I was the voice of the donkey. You were, like, for singing? Yeah, because there's a song that's, like, every singer is, like, one of the animals in the barn. Oh. And I was the donkey. It brought a tear to my mom's eye. <laughs> Put on my falsetto. Well, I did my best uh, Chris Martin impression. Oh. That's awesome. Yeah. So we've touched on a lot of different topics. Music, movie, tradition, mm-hmm. food. Talking about your love of Ben Neal and jealousy of my... How I'm always swimming in the Ben Neal yeah. in my my grandmother's house um but speaking about our heart we celebrate christmas at our own separate homes right now we don't live together but in the future if we did have our own place or we could combine like our christmases like what would that look like for you are you combined christmas if we were to set our own traditions or like things like that like what would you want to do like if christmas was up to you and you you didn't have to take and consider your family and it's just like we're decorating for ourselves Mm -hmm. we're celebrating you know just us not just us obviously we want to celebrate our families but you know what i mean um like what's one thing that you would like to instill in your own home as a tradition i don't know maybe more maybe more christmas movie viewings i think would be cool (laughs) you know doing like picking a night a week to like okay we're gonna watch like two or three christmas movies in a row or like take i i it'd be cool to do just because of my how my schedule's been in the past like i've mentioned i've worked retail for like a very long time and that's like a fucking merciless shitty job mm-hmm. a lot of i'm i'm working or i worked a lot of the days where it was like you know the weekend and it's like when all the stuff is so like maybe doing more seasonal stuff mm. you know yeah, like you I... mentioned tr- punk rock flea market you know definitely a few times i had to like pretend like i was sick in order to <laughs> you know be able to go with you yeah that kind of stuff but it's like i would like to do a little more seasonal things like you know we went to go see the rockefeller christmas markets. tree last year we did that yeah which is i think only like the third or fourth time i've ever in my life like gone to see the tree yeah that was my second time and then we went to we visited the lego store, the lego store, we, um, store. we went to the nintendo store and i got banana pudding at, yeah yeah, it was not what I thought I was going to be. Yeah, I was fun. I liked it. Yeah, no. But I want everything to be like a Disney experience. Yeah. 
You bought a 96-gallon uh, oil drum of banana pudding. I mean, I stand by it. Magnolia's <laughs> banana pudding sponsor me. I'll yeah. eat all the pudding. Yeah. I I'll, I'll dedicate a YouTube video to me just eating that pudding. <laughs> just do a mukbang? Yeah. But I think one of... I like that idea of like so doing I, the Christmas movie yeah. thing. So for your question, I would like to do more like seasonal stuff. Like, you know, there's definitely like more holiday markets and yeah. stuff. I would like to do that. More. I would definitely be down to do that. And do the movie thing because oftentimes, like, I like watching Christmas movies by myself, but it's nice to, like, <coughs> do it with your family or snuggle up. Like, yesterday I watched uh, Noel, this, like, Disney movie. It's, like, more recent. Uh, yeah. And I was watching it by myself and, like, I had the lights off so, like, the Christmas lights were, like, glowing and the thing and it it wasn't as fun. I wish that somebody some would have watched yeah, it with me. Some stuff me. you have to, you know, experience it with somebody else. Yeah. Um, I think one of the Christmas traditions that I'd like to do in the future is I'd like to, I'd like to be able to host a Christmas. The idea, it's a very like old school idea, but I like the idea of like sending invitations and like having everybody like dress up, whether it's like, yeah, like whether it's like ugly Christmas sweaters or like, no, you have to like wear Christmas colors or I don't know. You have very, I like, you I have like, very uh, strict parameters for your like gatherings. I want to have cute gatherings. I know that a lot of people don't do that anymore, but I want to make it a tradition for me. So it's like, if you want to come to my house, yeah. like on Halloween and or Christmas, we're going to have a theme. Like yeah. if for Halloween, I believe I've told you in the past, like if I want to have like our themed Halloween nights, mm-hmm. if people come to my house and they're not dressed up in a costume, then you're right. not allowed to come in. Like, I right. don't care. Right. If you're my best friend, like, you didn't come in a costume. Yeah. Those are the parameters. You, you want to eat very, my food? Right, you're very strict. It's not strict. I'm just me... thinking, like, it's fair. Because yeah. it's not fun when, like, for instance, like, I like dressing up for events, but it's no fun if I'm the only person, like, dressed up and everybody else is, like, in t-shirts and right. jeans. It's like, oh, okay, well. Right. Meh. Oh, I'm the only one that dressed up. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm the only one that dressed up. Fine. Fine. That's how I feel. I'm the only one that's dressed up like Glinda the the, the Good Witch. Fine. All right. It's it's fine. Uh, miss, you're uh, you're in a hospice. Your uh, father-in-law is like very sick. Can you not be screaming, please? So yeah, that's one of the traditions that I would like to do. I'd like to obviously like continue to decorate my home, keep it a little nerdy, keep a little maybe yeah. a little spooky, even on Christmas. Mm-hmm. But then I'd also like to host a Christmas. Yeah, I want to make a duck. I mean, it doesn't have to be for Christmas. I'll make a duck in June, but that I'll, sounds like fun. I'll make a duck for. I want to make a duck. I'll let him make the duck because I ain't doing that. I ain't touching that. That's like three things you have to handle. Christmas traditions are gonna be cool when we live together. If it ever happens, we. Yeah. What? what is the What is the coolest Christmas gift you've ever received? Oh my goodness. We're going back. We should have talked about this before. <laughs> when I asked you about like the worst gift you've ever gotten, mm-hmm. um, my best Christmas gift. Mm. I mean, this is gonna be like totally like s- silly to most people, but I would say like the gift that's gotten like the biggest reaction out of me was when you bought me a Funko Pop based off of me. Oh yeah, that looked like me. So the custom was, Funko Pop. Yeah, he bought me a custom Funko Pop, 
and this was our first Christmas together. And then I cried like a fucking idiot in front of his parents and his whole family. And his cousins were like taking pictures of me, like if I was like I recorded like a part of the fucking paparazzi. I recorded you opening it so I could like revisit your tears over and over again. Yeah, great. So that was a really good gift because I could tell, like, obviously, like to reach out to someone and have something like custom that takes a lot of thought and a lot of uh, time and effort. So that really warmed my cold, icy heart. Yeah. So, do you have a best gift ever? Yeah, one of the uh, coolest things I ever got was. Uh, well, you said the coolest one was your favorite gift was the Super Nintendo. Last well, that yeah that was the cause, yeah that was the best one. Yeah. So but like what like I know also as I got older there was um there was this X Men playset that i got and it was no, all of them no <laughs> i'm sorry no we can't can't talk about x-men that was when next evolution no, came out i'm sorry no x-men for you but it had I, toad bro yeah, how often I, do you I get a toad no, action? no sorry no x-men here so we'd like to thank our listeners for uh spending some time with us again today and for talking about christmas and see <laughs> and David, you want to tell people how they can follow us if they want to. Some... How they can follow us if they want to follow us? Yeah. Uh, if you want to follow us, you can catch us at uh, at Trashbin Kids on Instagram. Uh, my personal uh, page is at Damien Rivera. And I'm Jackie versus World on Instagram as well. So thanks again for talking some trash with us and some Christmas trash, my favorite kind of trash. Filled with wrapping paper and bows and pencils. Eggnog. Alright, bye guys. Thank you. Adios. Bye guys. We'll Bye-bye. see you next time.